Today we're talking about how girls rule and boys drool, Lil Batman, and I want the new iMac. All this and more, this is Nerds with Mics. Hey everyone, I'm Justin. I'm Maxwell. And I'm Travis. And this is episode 53 of Nerds with Mics, recorded on June 7th, 2017. We are a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and much more. Maxwell, I gotta know, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, Just Maxwell. <laughs> well, I, I did the, which some a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about. Um, and I'm going to wait for Travis to pick up on the Gotham thing, but I watched the Gotham finale and watched, uh, of course, Wonder Woman. And I think that's really all I want to discuss this week because... Those are some two incredible things. Yes, absolutely. Travis? Um, so, uh, just been watching and catching up on some shows. Like Maxwell, I did go to see Wonder Woman, which was fantastic. Um, watched the Gotham finale as well, which was also fantastic. Um, played uh, today, actually, played my first hand at Munchkin. For those of you that's played that game and you know, that game is awesome. Yes. And then also I've been playing a, a few new games here and there, uh, which I'll get into uh, later in the episode. So that's about it. All right. I got married. It was all right. It wasn't bad. I'd recommend it. Uh, I, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, no, uh, I got married this weekend. It was awesome. Um, had a good time. We went to Cincinnati for just a few days, just like a mini honeymoon. Uh, Are you really, would you ever really say though that you had a bad time? No, I got married and it was the worst. No, it was <laughs> awesome. Uh, we went to Kings Island for a few days. Uh, tell them, tell them the way to go when you go to Kings Island. What do you mean? Fast Pass. Oh yeah, we got the Fast Pass, and I got to tell you, I felt like a high class citizen <laughs> as I was walking past all those people in line. I was like, oh, I feel bad almost. But my mom did that one year when we went on our first cruise. Like she chose to do like the first class type thing, and like. When you're you've been on a cruise, you know when you're boarding a yeah. ship and there's like lines everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like we immediately went around everybody, went into like this little white office, got our passes, and immediately boarded the ship. And then my mom like felt so bad about it because everybody like looks at you with yeah, these judgmental they do. eyes. Especially and every since for then, every since then, she's never done that just because yeah. she felt bad. Well, we kind of paid it forward at the end. We were able to pry our our wristbands off without breaking them, and we found two kids uh, who just looked beat up, just hot and sunburnt, and we gave them to them. They were able to slide it on their arm and, and use our fast pass for us today. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Now, yeah. Now, last night, something cool happened. Oh, um, gosh. I went Might to as the, well drink this bottle of Real wine. quick. No, I went to the Reds game, okay? I know you guys don't like baseball that much, but I went to the Reds game, and we had great seats. We were first row in the outfield, and Scooter Jeanette hits a grand slam home run. Scooter. It was amazing. And then that old scooter. And then he comes up again in the fifth <laughs> inning, I think it was, and hits another home run. Oh my gosh. Two well, is, hang on. It can't get better than that. Well, hang on. This home <laughs> run comes, it's coming right to me, but it veers and goes into the grassy area that you can't get to and rolls back into the field. Dexter Fowler, the center fielder for the Cardinals, looks at me and throws me the ball. So I reach for it, and this dude behind me. Party foul leans over me and grabs it. Now I was like, I'm an adult. I'm cool. I'm not gonna get to. I'm not gonna get upset about it. Scooter Jeanette went on to hit two more home runs last night. Four total. Yeah, four total. He was the first Red to ever do that, and he's the 17th player ever to do that. And if I had known that history was gonna be made, I would have punched that mother effer in the face. <laughs> no, and got that ball back. That's a dick punch deserving catch. Yeah. I should have punched him in the dick, but I didn't. And he has that historic game ball, and I don't. Well, so, so let's. I would have said it right here. Well, for the show. In reality, <laughs> it's the fourth one that's historic. That's true. So well, all of them. All well, the fourth one went in right field, but not by us. But it was crazy. Like that place was nuts. So but, it was epic, you would say. Yeah, and it was funny too because we put on there we were going, and Sarah, your wife, commented and said, "Oh, Travis and I should have gone so we could have trolled you." But troll us about what? How great our team is? We got a better record than you, and what? I just don't get it. I just had to throw that out there. Thanks, I appreciate. <laughs> it. Well, you talked about before we get into our uh, our follow up from last week's discussion. Speaking of other great things, Maxwell alluded to it earlier. Uh, we both watched the Gotham finale. And just real quick, I just want to touch base on uh, your thoughts on the episode, Maxwell, because Listen, it was a it was a two-hour episode, right? Which I didn't expect oh, at That's first. a lot of hours. Yeah. It is. 
but a lot happened. A lot of minutes. A lot happened. So, yes, a lot did happen. And um, the first half of it, I wasn't feeling. And then the second half, it was just like fantastic. But the um, there's spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it. Um, so they, sh- they shoot and kill Butch, um, which at the end of the two-hour finale, they actually allude to his birth name as Cyrus Gold. And Cyrus Gold is also known as Solomon Grundy. So he just became uh, a massive character yeah. in this uh, universe. He's um, like a Frankenstein undead type guy, right? Yes. Now, I think originally it was always that he was like a, a zombie. And then later on, right. they kind of changed his, uh, his, I guess, his character. Um, right. We got Ra's al Ghul, which was really weird. And we saw the Lazarus Pit. But that relationship between Bruce and Ra's al Ghul was very negative. So I don't know how they're going to transition that story along. Yeah, and one thing that I was kind of, uh, I I thought was kind of strange is that the past several episodes, Bruce has been kind of quote unquote getting trained and brainwashed, I guess you would yeah. say, and uh, and Ra's al Ghul didn't want him to stay uh, brainwashed, and it was only b- because he stabbed Alfred with a sword, he kind of came out of it, and it was almost he knew that that was going to happen because he told him, hey, use the pool, whatever, and then you and I will talk at a later time or whatever. So I'm kind of curious of what his play is there. I mean, obviously he says, hey, I want you to be our heir, but I don't know why he would put Bruce through all that other stuff first, right. unless it's just strictly to see how loyal he is, maybe. Maybe. I'm not really sure. Very interesting. Um, yeah, but also, Maxwell, we got to see Bruce becoming a proto-Batman. Yes. So at the very end, uh, it, the scene is very reminiscent of his parents' murder, right? For like sure. kind of the same situation. Um, but he's standing there in a mask, and he's got this big black trench coat on, just beating his thug up. And then next thing you know, he runs away, goes up the the fire escape, and he's standing like at the edge of the building, just kind of looking down, very much like uh, like Batman, which was really cool because I think a lot of the fans of the show want to see it kind of go that way. Yeah. My only question for you, Maxwell. I can't say you because you don't watch the show is I know you didn't watch Smallville, right? Right. So in Smallville, essentially it was all about Clark becoming Superman, but how the show ended was him getting to the point where, okay, he's Superman. He has a suit. You don't ever actually see anything. He does as Superman. And I'm kind of curious if the final payoff of the show is going to be Jim Gordoner as commissioner and Batman, like starting that, yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to actually see him as Batman in the show or just kind of him getting up to that point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's super interesting um and I I I think we may see that happen as they start to get burnt out on on the episodes yeah. or when they're finally like, "Oh, you know, we probably have one season left." Um but I, honestly, it's just getting better and better each season. I'm very impressed with this uh show. But before we get into the, well, I guess Selena becoming more like Catwoman, like she at the end of that uh, two hours, she ends up picking up a whip and is really good at it. So that was pretty cool too. Um, was there anything else you want to say about Gotham? Because I just remembered something else I watched. And I want to discuss real quick. Just um, like- the only thing that I had to say about Gotham real quick is there was a lot of other things that obviously unfolded, um, but the only thing that I thought was kind of strange is because we always know Gotham as always being in chaos, right? And I think when they released the gas, like that didn't happen nearly as much, like as long as I would have thought that would have carried over. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought, okay, this is the Gotham that we're used to where there's tons of crazy people around. But within like an episode, they had cured that situation. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That is, uh, that's a very good valid point. Yeah. Um, I actually had a question. Um, this is a show that I am interested in watching. It's something I'll probably binge while it's off the, I know I say that, shut up. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's a show I'll probably binge. At some point, probably while it's off before the next season, but is Jerome still a factor? Did they kind of eliminate his character? So they made a big build up. That trailer was phenomenal. Oh, right. And then I didn't hear anything else about it. He's not fully eliminated. Like, you definitely see him again in season three, um, but he's not completely, like, we haven't seen him in quite some time, but he's not dead, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Yeah. So he's still in play. He was, like, there for the first couple episodes, and then it kind of trailed out, and it's not about him anymore. So I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a bigger purpose probably in season four. Yeah. I'd say. Um, I was going to say, Justin, I know you watched Leftovers, right? I watched the first season. I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Well, the series finale was out the other day. I I watched that, and I just want to be able to discuss it with somebody. So. Catch up. I'm sorry. And we'll talk about it in three years. Okay. So. 
and three. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly now I know I say this a lot too. I said it with Gotham just now. That is a show I've been waiting for it to finish so I could binge it because it's one of those shows like it's not happy. Right. No. There's nothing happy going on. No. So it's one of those shows I have to be in a mood to watch. Mm-hmm. And I really want to watch it. Do you especially like that it's Maxwell? Do you like really strange, like cult-like shows, kind of like Leftovers? Yep. Do you have Hulu? Uh huh. Um, you should watch The Handmaid's Tale. I know. If you I haven't need to started start it. it. Yeah. It is extremely strange. Like yeah. it's so strange. I've watched a few episodes. Yeah. Well, Kayla's watched it. And it's just. It's really weird. It's out there for brutal. Sure. Um, before getting into our big topic, though, um, we want to talk about obviously shares and review requests. So yes. I know that's been something we've been talking about for the past couple episodes. Um, is it something we're seeing movement on, guys? Is it something that we we can obviously continue need to see, right? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't checked our reviews uh, since the last episode because I was kind of wrapped up with the whole wedding and everything. But um, I believe we did get a couple. Yeah. Uh, before last week's episode, but I'm not sure about after. Okay. Yeah, the, I mean, the biggest thing is if you guys enjoy us and you want us to move forward, this is really, that's like the number one way to do it. So just doing yeah. some reviews on iTunes. Um, and then, of course, if you share our content, that just makes more people listen to us and then we get more reviews that way. So always appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. So last week, we, our big topic was, um, or our big topic for this week was, what's the best decision you ever made? We put a poll up. All the responses were anonymous. We don't know who said what. Some of these are funny. Some of them are serious. Um, I'm just going to read my favorite one here. This one really tugged at my heartstrings. I just really – it made me cry a little. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting choked up. Um, he said, I bought a Metroid shirt, and it's pretty sweet. Every other decision I've made has been a disaster to mediocre. I just really – that one really got me. What about you? Did it really get you guys? Yeah, it really it was got just me sweet. As well. It was touching. That sounds like something Maxwell would have wrote, but I know he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Because no. we don't typically. It just, when I read it, I felt like I'd been gut punched. I was like, ah, oh, that's yeah. so gut wrenching. It's so, just really tugged at me. But um, you want to read You want to read one? Yeah, I'll, I'll read this one next. Uh, so, working in aerospace. Oh, my gosh. So which, moving. Huh? So moving. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, some people like space, right? I know. I know. I'm being serious. It's very touching. Yeah. So, uh, Maxwell, you want to read the uh, third one? Okie dokie. My job. Not ne- not necessarily the job itself. I've been there six years too long. It's the people I've met and the friends I've made in those six years that make every day worthwhile. That sounds like Best Buy. It does. <laughs> it's the only good thing that comes out of that place. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one had said, uh, starting my own engineering business right after college. People called me insane. How can you imagine succeeding without experience? Five years later, he's over, uh, my bad, we are over 20 employees and working on amazing projects all over the world with over 10 million units, or with over 10 million in turnover last year. Don't wait for an opportunity. Just make it happen. That's pretty awesome. That I is think very it, good. That goes along with Maxwell's motto since he's moved to Florida, right? Yes. So. Yep. For what, sure. Suck it? No, not suck oh, it. That's just, what you always, that's just, what make it just make it happen. That's right. Yeah. So, so Travis, uh, do you have a moment in your life that you would, uh, you would be the best? I would have to say um, my decision to move to St. Louis in my career. Ew, what a filthy uh, town. Well, the big thing is, is like you don't really know what's outside of your reach if unless you leave the town that you're in, unless you obviously are fortunate enough to live in a town where there's a lot of opportunity. I think the big thing is, uh, and I think Maxwell will probably speak to it a little uh, during his section as well, is that um, I think sometimes living in a certain area or in a certain situation, you may feel kind of limited, uh, and you also may kind of feel like you're pigeon-held due to just opportunity in certain areas. And I fortunately got to move to St. Louis for a couple years. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out just because my wife missed her family, and we ended up having to move back, but... In that time, uh, I got to see what it was like to live in a bigger city. Um, I also f- uh, fell in love with baseball, which I didn't before. And I know it's going to make you sad, but uh, St. Louis is obviously a really big baseball town. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Huh? No, I'm kidding. Oh, man, that's terrible. Um, but then also my career, uh, because Justin, I don't want to say what I do, uh, just for privacy reasons, but, uh, but uh, Justin tried to talk me out of going to the job that I have. In July, I've been there seven years. That's amazing. Uh, and at the time, right before I got this job, I worked with Justin. Yep. And uh, To be fair, that was a good job. I mean, it was a good job. Yeah. But he told me, no, don't do this job. You'll hate it. You'll regret it. 
basically saying everything that he could possibly say to get me to not take this job. For the record, I'm <laughs> super glad you didn't listen to me. Uh, so, so I got this job, which fortunately has uh, been able to allow my wife to work part-time and go back to school, and I'm able to help support our family, and it's just a great company to work for. Um, however, um, the day after I got this job and left the job I was at, there was a massive layover and I would have lost my job. There was an envelope, a layoff letter with his name on it in our office. <laughs> yes. So I am, I am so, I never would have lived that down. Yeah. Like and I never would have been able to like, I would have, I don't know. I would have never forgiven myself. And I, and honestly, like. Like, I believe that everything kind of happens for a reason, as cheesy as that sounds. Me being away from you guys for the time I had makes it easier for me to be away from Maxwell now because where he's in Florida. Like, it, I'm kind of got that, that I'm kind of used to it in that regard and just how I deal with it. Um, it doesn't mean I miss him any less, but it does help the fact that I was in his shoes for, you know, a couple years. So it's made it a little easier. Plus, who knows? If I didn't move away and come back, maybe this podcast wouldn't have happened. You just never know. Yeah. So what about you, Justin? Okay, uh, so mine, I was actually the same employer that we worked at together. Uh, I'd worked there. I ended up working there for eight years total. And I was trying to juggle that in school because I didn't have a college degree at the time. And in that field, I'd kind of peaked. I'd kind of gone as high up as I could go. And then we had a mandatory meeting one day. And our boss said that our department was being eliminated. And my position was being eliminated. Uh, but I was still employed. I still have a position. So they moved me to some other departments. And I even said, they gave me, they asked me what I wanted. And I was like, I want part-time because I wanted to go back to school. So I took part-time. I went back to school. I ended up getting a job at the school that I went to. And through that job, it basically altered my entire life, um, the job at the school. Uh, that's where Kayla and I really got to know each other. Uh, so that led to my wife and my kid, my wife, my wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I said that a lot this weekend in the Borat voice. Um, uh, but, uh, it, so it led to that it led to my wife, my eventual wife and my kid. And it also led to like a career standpoint because you even got I, married where you work. I got married where I work. Yeah. He likes they, it that much. I love it that much. Yeah. Uh, they do have a beautiful courtyard and a beautiful reception area. That's why. Yeah. He didn't get married in a cafeteria or anything. I'd have been yeah, in a classroom. Um, uh, but no, I um, it made me fall in love with the higher education field so much that I'm getting my master's degree in higher education. So it's just history, one of right? Well, I have my bachelor's is in history, oh, but okay. my master's degree is in higher ed. Oh, very cool. So it's one of those things like it, that one little piddly minimum wage part time job as a student that I worked literally shaped my entire life. Yeah. So taking that job was the best thing. That's interesting. I didn't know all that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Maxwell, what about you? Um, yeah, so the, and, and that's awesome. Like for me, I think about these things like it, in a way of alternate universes. Like if you didn't go to St. Louis, how much that would have changed it? If you didn't take that job, how like what alternate timeline, yeah. alternate universe where where you didn't take that job? Can't where imagine. would that have put you? You know, it's, it's I think about this stuff all the time. Um, yeah. So I think for me. It was working this terrible portrait studio job, uh, but eventually that, yeah, uh, eventually that business went under. But a few months into it, I knew that this is like just a terrible company to be with. There was no future. Um, health benefits were terrible. And if it wasn't for that management experience, I never would have gotten the job that followed, which then took me through several other jobs where I eventually decided to move to Florida. Um, and Florida has made me more passionate to do new things and focus, uh, more on the life, on my life to be happy. And, um, I honestly, a big part of my favorite decisions, of course, is Amadis, which it's funny because I don't really ever think about it like this, but we, it was years ago, it was an online dating matchup and that's how we met and i it, and oh, i never really i don't know i don't know any of this i'm excited yeah i never it. think about it but and even when i hear like other couples that met online or something i always think oh it's it's interesting and rare and i don't even think about the fact that that's how we met um well we go on a date and it was nice uh we saw each other for a while and then things kind of fell off and then we got back together and then there was like a 
maybe a solid year or so that we were just out of touch completely. And I just one day was like, I, I miss this woman so much. And then I did everything I could to try to track her back down so that we could start talking again. And um, I mean, we've been together uh, ever since and she moved down to Florida and it's just been beautiful. And, you know, we got this apartment together. So, um, which is funny because her family's from Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just weird how all that works out, right? Yeah. It's, it's been wonderful. So, but that's my life. That's my story. And again, I always think about like, if I didn't take that crappy job, I wouldn't be where I'm at today, which is working in a company that is way more, more along the things that I'm interested in. And it's so much less stressful from the last job and I'm much happier. So that's always a plus less stress. Yeah, for sure. Well, that was very fascinating. I learned a lot about both of you. Love you. I love you too, but oh, don't bean dip me. Come on. Okay. First of all, I've never been sexually assaulted more than I was at my wedding by you guys. Yeah. There's always a finger in my butt. Oh, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> you, Travis, you, you put your finger in my butt. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you did grab me on the butt quite a few times, yeah, but that's what a best man does. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so now let's move on to some gaming and tech news. There's this company named called Apple. Yeah. I don't know. They make, uh, is it tamp, tamp, no pads, iPads, pads. <laughs> What's that? Uh, they did something yesterday or I don't know. You know about it? Yeah, I do. So I can tell you all about it. Feel free to jump in if you got anything you want to add. So, um, so the first bit of news we got is they announced new iPad Pros. Um, They now have a new size of iPad Pro. It is ten ten and a half inches instead of nine point seven. That's about eight more than what you're used to. Uh, Yep, and uh, they also still have the traditional twelve point nine inch. They did away with the nine point seven completely in the iPad Pro, Um, and then. Obviously, more powerful, better screen resolution. Um, but the biggest update is iOS 11. Um, I feel like it's really changed the functionality of the iPad for the better. It makes it more like a usable computer in the sense. You now finally are going to have access to a file system. Okay. So you'll be able to drag and drop from that into different programs. You can uh, drag and drop files. Like, say, if you have... Uh, a document pulled up on the right side. You can drag and drop that directly into an email to add it as an attachment. Um, and it's going to use gonna, utilize the um, the iCloud Drive the, and Dropbox. Yes, right? yeah. So all the major uh, players in cloud uh, computing, you're going to have iCloud, Dropbox, Google Drive, Box. And you'll be able to have access to all those in one location, which is going to be phenomenal. Because I know that we use Google uh, Google Drive a lot for putting our stuff together for a podcast. So that's going to be great for allowing us to use mobile devices as well. Um, but yeah, so iOS 11 also is going to affect a lot of things on the iPhone as well. Um, I know that Messages uh, is going to even get more enhancements. Um, the stickers and all that type of stuff and all the different apps that you have for your your messaging is going to be uh, a little more at hand. Uh you know, at the bottom all the time instead of having to always hit that menu to find it and all that. So that'll make getting to stickers and stuff a lot easier. The One of the big things is they're also putting Apple Pay into messages. So if I owe Maxwell 20 bucks, I can just say, here's 20 bucks, here's my fingerprint, and now Maxwell's got 20 Which bucks. Which is great because so it's, like it's going to eliminate the cash app um, that I, I use yeah. all the time for pay- yeah. payments. So hopefully the Apple Pay doesn't you know, hold stuff for a day or want a certain percentage of it, which I don't think they will. And it's just, which is funny because it's like they could just not do that and let cash app have their business, but this could potentially like ruin them. them. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to kill them. Well, it's Um, into it. It's a bigger company. So we'll have to see it. It depends though. If there is no instant deposit to your bank, I won't use Apple pay then. One of the things that I like is I like, and I don't know if Apple Pay is going to work this way, but the thing I like about Cash App, the way I have it set up anyways, is I have it cash to the app first, and then I can choose when to cash out. So if you do it that way, you'll actually have money on your cash card that you can then use for Apple Pay and everything else. That way you don't even have to like put it in your bank account. That's cool. Uh, so that's the way that I use it. Um, but also a lot of nice features to uh, the camera now. And what I find, and Maxwell can probably speak to this as well, but... One of the things that Apple is getting really good at doing is they're getting really good at doing things with the software side of of 
photography. Uh, like when they came out with the portrait mode, all that depth effect stuff is done via software, right. right? I mean, it uses the two cameras, but most of it is done using the software. And one of the cool features now is they, they have different things that allow you to do a lot of the things that you would find in like Snapchat or some, or Instagram, where you could put your live photos on loops and things like that. But one of the cool things that I thought was really nice is if you're taking a, uh, a live photo of something that's moving, you can add the long exposure to it. So it gives it that long exposure look like if uh, there's a waterfall, it gives it to look like if you set a camera on live expo or um, a long exposure for an extended amount of time, it gives it that kind of, I don't know what you would call that look Maxwell, but it just shows the motion basically, instead of like capturing and freezing the, the water as an example, if you're going to talk about the waterfall, yeah. it's that it's very much like a uh, professional photography is just getting more and more that way which is incredible yeah it'd be really cool to yeah. see uh nighttime shots to see if it can handle that which i mean a longer exposure would allow for more lighting to come in at nighttime but you could get that streak effect of car lights and things yeah it's really cool which should be really really cool uh one of the other things they announced uh which it is it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is a big deal. Was they announced AR Kit, which is augmented reality, which I know Maxwell is a bigger fan of augmented reality as opposed to virtual reality because it really just interacts with the environment that you're actually in, which is super cool. Uh, but they announced an AR Kit, uh, and they actually had some guys from a studio that Peter Jackson heads up called Wingnut Studios, where they were giving an actual live demo of like. It automatically looked at this table and figured out how big it was, and then it just dropped something that was interactively happening, and you could move the camera around and zoom in. And I just think about the potential of augmented reality. If you think about how we play board games now, yeah. what if we're playing some sort of board game where you play a card that has an ability, and as soon as you lay that card down, you see the ability happening on another screen or something For like sure. that? For sure, yeah, like, that would be incredible. Uh, yeah, so I think, I think the potential for AR is really cool, but it also makes you think, like... Do you think Apple's eventually going to get into like the the VR headset game and just use it as augmented stuff? I don't know if they'll do that. I don't that. think they'll do it. I think they're just going to capitalize on everybody else developing for it. Yeah. Which which I don't know. I know I didn't show you all this video, but they also did uh and we'll get into the iMac that Justin re referred to in the opening of the show. I need it. But they did a Lucas Arts uh VR demo yeah. on the Mac Pro where the girl had a HTC Vive on. And she was just making this set for Star Wars, and like she was saying, okay, and she was using the uh, the Vive controllers to say, okay, I want the I want the Tie Fighters to fly them from this side over to this side, and I want to crash plane over here. And she was just making it all in real time, and then she hit a button, and it went in and just all played out. And I was just like, and and what they didn't tell you is they added a Star Wars character when she hit play and she turned around, Darth Vader was standing there. And then he pulled a lightsaber like she was gonna, like he was gonna uh, fight her. And then she froze it. And then she dipped under and walked under the lightsaber. And like, which you all have to watch the video. Oh, it's check that it's out. pretty cool. dope. Um, but also, obviously, some Mac OS updates. Uh, what I thought was kind of funny is the new OS is called. So the last OS was called Sierra. The new OS is called High Sierra, like as in H I G H, like high. And he made the joke that it was fully baked. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny, but really it's just a refinement of Sierra, which is more, uh, you know, more features. Um, one of the things that I know that Maxwell will be a fan of is how much do you hate when you go to a website, like a website, not Facebook. Cause I get why Facebook does it, but a website and a video just automatically starts playing. Right. So you have, a, so, uh, annoying. so they now have autoplay blocking. Um, and they also have now, um, where they automatically track websites that are, um, tracking you so to speak so have you ever had the issue where you go on amazon and you search for something and then next thing you know you're like on a this other site and you know that these ads are what you just looked up for on amazon right. they're gonna have a way to block that as I well love that. that's kinda... the best thing about that <laughs> yeah um uh also uh we seen a watch os4 um one of the most interesting things around that we didn't get any new hardware announcements but one of the most interesting things is called they have a siri watch face now uh which starts to learn as you're using stuff so the watch face will always change as it's learning what you're using so if it notices every time you get in your car you do a certain thing well that information is going to be available for you to just tap on your watch so it's kind of like with your phone like when you it starts to learn but it's going to be more so on your wrist that's awesome and cool. i know they're going to clean that's up cool. the dock or something like yeah. for quick yeah. access recent apps, which it needs yeah. to be done because I hate the way it is. Now. Yeah. 
and what's cool too is like if you're on the Siri watch face and you roll the digital crown forward, it will speed through time and recommend stuff that you may do at a certain time of the day, which That's is cool. kind of cool. That's nice. Now I've been struggling with the car thing because, uh, like I do have the Bluetooth in my vehicle, but the aftermarket radio, the phone doesn't recognize that it's a car and I don't know how to fix uh, that. So it's not yeah, learning that where, stuff for me, which is pretty annoying where it shows your park location or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I will say the only thing that I was disappointed about about the new Watch OS is I was really hoping they were going to open up Watch Faces to third party. Well, we are getting Toy Story Watch Faces. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also the secret kind of interesting announcement, I mean, some had rumors, is the HomePod, which is essentially their uh, speaker for your house that has Siri built into yeah. it. Um, what I thought was interesting is they they made it seem like Siri was not necessarily an afterthought, but that wasn't like the main star of the show. It was more about the sound quality, how easy it was to play music, and then they also said that Siri is going to be an assistant at some point. Uh, so I think uh, it's interesting. There's seven tweeters in it. It actively changes the the sound based on the type of room that it's in. Sonos and other companies use this. Uh, and what it is is it's supposed to help uh, hear the music the way that the artist intended it. Um, so regardless of the room that it's in, it automatically uh, does some algorithm stuff to make it sound the best that it can in the room that it's in. It's just, and it's, you can also... Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it, it, it's interesting because you can also pair multiple ones, and that's going to release, I think, at 350 which is kind of pricey based on other ones. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a speaker first and then everything else is kind of after, that might be why they justify the price point. Uh, from everything that I've read online of the people that's had hands-on with it say it sounds phenomenal, but I guess we're just going to have to wait and see if it's worth that 350 price tag. Yeah. So. Have you pre-ordered yours yet? They haven't. I don't think they've done pre-orders. It's not coming out till December. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Oh, uh, one of the other big features about it is they say that it, um, security is a big thing because with the Echo and also with the Google Home, those things are always listening. Every time you ask it a question, you can go onto the Google Home app or the Echo app and you can physically hear your voice of what you asked in the app. Mm. So it's recording all that stuff. Uh, they said all the stuff that you ask, it's going to happen locally on the device and not be sent outside of your home, okay. which would be kind of cool. Uh, but other than that, that's in a nutshell kind of what it was. So. Sounds like a pretty busy day for Apple. Yeah, yeah, sure is. So yeah. let's get into some gaming news. <clears throat> all right. So I'm a big fan of Sniper Elite. It's been my pick of the week before. Um, I really enjoy the game. And today, surprise announcement, they announced a new four-player action-adventure game called Strange Brigade. Um, it kind of features a group of four. Uh, they look to each have their own unique abilities and weapon sets, uh, fighting off against some sort of supernatural enemies. Um, it kind of has an Indiana Jones feel to it, um, and it just looks like a lot of fun. It's a third-person game. It takes place in the 30s. Yeah, it does. And that the, the game trailer kind of had like a 1930s movie yeah. feel yeah, to it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so I don't know. I'm assuming that'll be co-op. It's four-player co-op. Okay. Um, yeah. And the cool thing about it is at the end of the trailer, it just said coming soon. So I'm kind of wondering if this is one of those games that's been in production and at E3. Play it I tomorrow. Say, Guess what? Go yeah. home and download it. Oh, but yeah. um, I don't know. I think it looks really good. I can't wait to play it. It looks interesting for sure. For sure, yeah. I I'm excited to play it. I like the Sniper Elite games. I think it's Rebellion Studios that do all yeah, those games. So I'm, I'm excited to play it. Maxwell? Um. So what, you have some Capcom news, right? Um, yeah, so some concerns here. Marvel versus Capcom is coming soon, and leaks have confirmed that the roster of the characters will be very lacking. Uh, Doctor Doom and Wolverine are just two of the examples from Marvel's side, uh, that, and this could mean DLC out the butt over the following year, <laughs> uh, much like they did with Street Fighter. So I think the... Big problem here is uh is DLC. I mean, they're pulling characters like Wolverine, which is the number one character I think on Marvel that people are going yeah. to want based on the yeah. movie side, right? Um, so they're smart. You pull the obscure characters, but yeah, so it's just that sucks. They, I guess the the roster altogether is just like not very big, so that just says in your face so, they're gonna be. Yeah, I I honestly think they need to approach this one of two ways. One. They need to release it at a lower price point, but you know when this game comes out, it's going to be a $60 game, right? right? I think this needs to be a $30 or $40 game. Or they need to reduce the amount of characters that you even get from the get-go, maybe give you six or so, and they make it free to play, and you can either buy additional characters if you want, 
or you can unlock them with some sort of in-game currency. But the fact that they're releasing a $60 game and they're leaving out some of the most important characters, it just blows my mind. Yeah, it's not okay. Yeah, I, I, I do not think it's okay. It'd be like if Injustice 2 didn't feature Batman. Right, <laughs> yeah. Batman. No, that's a very good point. <laughs> I mean, Wolverine is their Batman. Do you guys ever, do you guys play these games at all? Uh, I, I played, was it Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Yeah. But that's been a long time yeah, ago. Same. Yeah, same. I think it was on PS2, right? Yeah. 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 All right, so a lot of people were upset about some recent news from the Switch. Yeah. Are you upset? Yeah, I am. Uh, Maxwell, you're not upset. You don't have a Switch. That's right. But, um, so a lot of people were anticipating that um, Nintendo was going to release uh, a new Pokemon game uh, to the Switch. They thought that they were going to get Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. Or Stars. Or Stars. Yeah. Um, turns out that was an advertisement uh, mishap. Uh, however, they are getting a Pokemon game, but it's called Pokemon Tournament DX, which was on the Wii U, uh, and it's actually be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, now, for those of you that haven't played or heard of this game, uh, Pokemon Tournament uh, DX is actually more of a fighting style game where it pits two people against each other, and it's not like you're picking abilities on the fly. It's like a fighting game, like, like you would Smash play like Brothers. Street, yeah, like Smash Brothers essentially. So it's not like a traditional. Uh, you know, Pokemon game, and it's not doesn't have that RPG element to it. So, a lot of people are pretty upset about that. Um, I can't believe that they wouldn't have just ported one of the games over. I know how simple would that be? Now they are making Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon, but that's for the 3DS. Which correct? They have enough Pokemon games. I know, right? It's the Switch's turn. Yeah, I know, and they could even do like a, a, a specific Switch console. And they're not doing an E3 presentation, right? No, they always do their Treehouse thing. <sighs> They never actually show up physically at no, E3. I get it. Nintendo, they can't literally release every first-party title this first right. year. They've got to hold something back for next year and the year after that. I do still think we'll get a Pokemon game, but I just don't see the point here's, of this. Here's my only concern about E3 and Nintendo, is that we're only going to hear about the games that we've already Mario. heard. Mario. It's yeah. going to be that new Mario game. They're not going to show off anything. Mario, probably... We're going to obviously hear some Splatoons, but Splatoons is out at the end of June. So yeah. how And ARMS is out next relatively week. soon. Yeah, next week. So I'm just thinking, what could we possibly hear about other than Mario? Well, last Come year, wasn't it like a, just a big Zelda experience? Yeah. So that's definitely going to be DLC. that. What is the new Mario game called? Odyssey. Odyssey. That's just going to be that. Yeah. They might um, re-release some Wii U games that they might... Uh, announce Super Smash Brothers Deluxe. I could see that. Um, or it's just, maybe Wind Waker HD Deluxe or Twilight Princess Yeah, when HD are we Deluxe, just going to stop getting re-releases? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Um, so Elix uh, is from a studio, THQ Nordic, which THQ Nordic actually went out of business, but then they got picked up by someone else. Um, THQ, you may also know from games such as Darksiders, which is, there's a new one coming out. Uh, they have a new open world sci-fi slash fantasy game, uh, that's an RPG coming out. Uh, it looks kind of interesting. It kind of almost has a Mass Effect type feel to it. Um, it's an open world game, um, and it's an RPG set, uh, in a world that's actually been ravaged by meteors. Uh, the game mixes fantasy and sci-fi elements and pitch you, uh, puts you in the role of a former Alb. I guess is how you would say that. Do you not know what an alb is? No, I don't. I don't either. Um, <laughs> uh, it's basically a tribe who uh, consumes uh, life force. Uh, I do. You're going to skip over that word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they actually consume life force, which strengthens their bodies and rids them of their emotions. So it kind of reminds me of... Uh, a Dementor from Harry Potter. Yeah. And it kind of also reminds me of... What's that movie with Christian Bale where he takes medicine every day? E Equilibrium? Yeah, exactly. Where they just get rid of all emotion. They burn art and music and all that, that stuff. awesome movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, but what's really interesting about this is the settings are so diverse. Like, there's one time that you see the guy uh, playing through the game, and it looks like you're watching somebody play like Skyrim right. because they're like in this Viking gear and everything. Mm. And then the next scene, it's like they're in like Mass Effect type environment, With jet pack and really future guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so the layout of the game, as far as like the theme, is very, very interesting. But what is kind of dis disappointing if you watch some of the gameplay is the animations look pretty bad. That's, that's the biggest. That's the biggest. Complaint yeah, the that environments I've seen. are visually stunning, but the animations of the characters it kind of looks like play somebody's playing World of Warcraft, where it's just like the same motion yeah. over and over. Oh. And there was some sound issues where the guy was walking through sand, and then there were some rocks. But it's just like 
there's two sounds for walking through sand. So like left foot, right foot, and it re- it's very repetitive. And then like he steps on the rock and it's one sound. So there's no variation, mm-hmm. which is funny because we've gotten to that point where we expect variation. We expect things like Uncharted where the animations of the character are very unique. Every time he climbs something, it looks different. Um, you yeah. know, like hitting against the wall when he's running against it. Um, so a game like this, which, you know, I think it's a team of 30 people, so I'm not sure if that's a lot or not. I know the regular Mario only had 10, so I I imagine this isn't that many people. Right. And uh, the game actually releases October 17th this year. Um, So I have to wait the reviews to see how it it goes. But as far as from a visually standpoint, it's fantastic. But from a gameplay mechanic standpoint, not really sure how it's going to work out. So... Uh, Maxwell, I'm actually going to turn it over to you to kind of tell our listeners about a new segment that we're going to have. Alrighty. So we ha- we're going to introduce this new segment. It may not be every single week, but when we get loaded down with some news and not all of it, do we feel like it's something we can discuss? We're going to go into this new segment and just fill your ear holes so you better pay attention. And now it's time for Rapid Firing. We got Overwatch players can get double XP this weekend, June 8th to the 12th. Death Stranding will not be at E3. Xbox Scorpio rumors say the console may sell for $399. Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 will be available August 8th. The collection contains Mega Man 7, 8, 9, and 10, but there's a massive issue already. It's not available on the Nintendo Switch, another Capcom issue. Oh, man. Yep. So... Continuing, we got a new Fable game coming to Xbox and PC, and Justin, not in the way that you want. Uh, it's actually just going to be a card-based game, very similar to some of the games you played, such as Hearthstone, Gwent, you know, those type of games. Uh, the anime Cowboy Bebop is getting a live remake uh, with a Thor screenwriter and the comic book veteran Chris Yost. Remember that awesome intro for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with little tiny baby Groot where he's dancing around and music's happening? That was director James Gunn. Oh, what do you know about that? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, a.k.a. Negan, you may have heard of him. He likes to bash people's brains in on The Walking Dead, is starring with The Rock in the movie adaptation The Rampage, which I'm still curious how that's going to work out. We'll see. Ariana Grande held a concert for the victims of the Manchester attack. Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, and Coldplay also performed for the fundraiser. If you love Starship Troopers, then get ready for the official sequel on August 21st. While this is an animated version, it's done with quality CGI and brings back your favorite characters. Starship Troopers, Trader of Mars, has a teaser trailer out now, and tickets go on sale June 19th. It's only in 500 theaters, so check your local theater that participates in Fathom events. And Suicide, Suicide Squad 2 starts shooting in 2018, but does not have a director. Please let it be Mel Gibson. And now, a word from our friends. Hi everyone, my name is Mystique Siren. I am partnering up with the guys at Nerds with Mics, and I stream on Twitch. You guys can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Mystique Siren, um, but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I always post whenever I go live, so you guys know, and you don't ever miss a stream. I mainly stream Destiny, but I also stream Battlefield, Overwatch, and Borderlands. Um, MMOs, RPGs, first-person shooters, I love them. So um, I will see you there. So just follow. Thanks, bye. Hey, it's Nick from the NB Experience YouTube channel. Do you like new and retro video games? Do you like to laugh at stupid and inappropriate things? Do you like to watch people fail more often than not? If you answered yes to any or all or even none of these questions, check out the NB Experience on YouTube, VidMe, Twitch, and Twitter. I feature a wide variety of games from Pokemon to Super Smash Brothers to Shaq Fu. Subscribe to the NB Experience for this and much more. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Two Guys with Raging Goals. I'm Mikey and this is Adam. And every Friday, every Friday, we bring you a conversational podcast where we put together this set. Yes. We do real good work here. Yep. There we go, Pikachu. Hallelujah. Okay. Every Friday, we bring a conversation to this table, and we discuss it for your enjoyment. Yes. If you like that, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Two Guys with Raging Goals. You can also head on over to Patreon.com slash Two Guys Raging. Throw us a couple bucks, keep the lights on, get exclusive perks, like the all-new Harry Potter series, Muggles at Large. You can also listen to Adam <laughs> click a pen like a psychopath. And we're back. Wow, we have a lot of friends. We do. They're great, great friends. We love them. 
We do. Yes. Uh, so now we're going to talk about some movie and TV news. I, uh, to kickstart this, we're going to talk about the big movie that came out this weekend. And uh, like... You got to set this one out, don't you? Like most big movies, I'm going to have to set this oh, one man, out. I can't so. believe you didn't go see this while you were in Cincinnati. We thought about it. There was actually a nice dinner movie theater yeah. there. But it was like 27 bucks Worth for a it. hamburger. It's your honeymoon. For a hamburger? Oh, God. We had Cheesecake Factory. It was expensive. but uh, So that was like the most I was willing to spend on food. Yeah. Well, Maxwell, <laughs> I guess we'll have to carry uh, this yeah, I think, so I think the only say what movie was, Justin though. can talk about to this day is uh, Swiss Army Man. <laughs> And Lego Batman. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we did watch some Swiss Army Man on uh, uh while we were, after we got dressed, we watched Swiss Army Man uh, before the wedding. <laughs> Travis pulled it up on his Plex server. <laughs> yep, sure did. Oh my gosh! All right, so Wonder Woman, guys, Wonder Woman. Oh my goodness sakes! Uh, so so good. Patty Jenkins is the director of this, and holy Jenkins. shit! Yeah, right. It's so good. Were you I actually? Like- I put a poll out on uh, Twitter and. I asked the question if people thought this movie was going to be as good as our Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and uh, they didn't think so. But you know what? It is. It really is. It's. I would have to say, because Christopher Nolan Batman movies are not in the current DC universe. Yeah. Right. So I can comfortably say this is the best DC movie in this current universe. Second yeah. would be Man of Steel, I would say. Yeah, I, this woman is going to have so much on her plate going forward. Um, I I bet, though, that they're going to start introducing things to her, and then she's going to be like, no, I don't want that, I don't want that. You know what, I'll take this thing over here, but I don't want these others. Yeah. Which she deserves to be able to be picky, I think. Gal Gadot. Is it Gal Gadot? We were talking about this before Gal the show. I think it's Gal Gadot. Her last yeah, name okay. is definitely Gadot. But. All right, so Gal Gadot, uh, she is Wonder Woman. I'm just saying that right now. Like, she... She's so good in the movie, and I think the thing is, too, is like where she comes from an island that is just women and has never met a man, like they play on her kind of cluelessness of the world, so to speak. Right. And and the chemistry between her and Chris Pine is amazing. It's so good. Yeah, for Um, sure. And and just seeing her and how she interacts in this new world that she's in is just – I don't want to say it's adorable to watch because that doesn't really make any sense, but it's just really cute. Just She's like, so precious. Yeah, she is precious. Let's just say oh. that. Uh, but an interesting fact about it is Gal Gadot, she was actually five months pregnant during the filming of this movie. And what they did is they actually cut out a space in the front of her actual suit and they painted her belly green. They just CG'd during the movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's legit. But yeah, you couldn't tell. Is... Like, you couldn't tell. Like, no, that's incredible. I She is, yeah, truly Wonder Woman. So that's awesome. Now, now, before you go over any of the facts real quick, and then we'll close out of the section, Max, well, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, well, two questions, technically. One, were you upset and slash surprised that there wasn't any after-screen credits tying this directly into Justice League? I, Because I've been so spoiled with so many Marvel and DC movies, I missed it, but it's fine not having it, to be honest. I, I just don't know what else they could have told us that we don't already know. Right, because... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, because Batman vs Superman set this movie up. So right. There's, uh, yep. And uh, I think the second thing I was going to ask you is, do you think this movie takes place? I mean, obviously, we know it takes place back in the day, but in current timeline period, do you think it takes place after Batman vs Superman, but before Justice League, or what do you think? Yeah, yeah, for sure, because it's basically oh yeah, a, Wayne Enterprise setup when he goes, hey, here's that final that photo I found, and then. She, so it's like a flashback to the movie we've already seen. Yeah. And then telling like a continued story there. Now, I, I do know that um, Patty Jenkins wants to do the sequel in modern times. So that would we be get a sequel. As movie. long as she is still at the director's seat, that's all the. Oh, yeah. I don't think I they need. could possibly get her out of that. I think they should let her do other things. I mean, I think she's great in Wonder Woman, but I hope that. Let her do Batman. Cause, because if I'm not mistaken, like she hasn't like. The last movie that she did Grant, uh, got whoever the actress was, like a Golden Globe. I can't remember the uh, movie. Was, was it the movie Monster? Yes, I think so. But that was like back in like the 90s, right? 90s or early 2000s. But it's hard to believe that she hasn't really done anything since then. And then she does this and it's amazing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Tell them how amazing this movie is, Maxwell. So most analysts expected it to make between 65 and $80 million. There were there was like one or two that thought it would be higher than that um, in the opening weekend in the U.S., but it was able to pull in over a million dollars in the U.S. 
and then added another 122 million for worldwide sales. So that is incredible. The budget was 149 million, which is very low compared to, well, not very low. Suicide Squad was 175, but Batman vs Superman was a massive 250 million dollar budget. Um, and this is the highest ranked DC movie since The Dark Knight at a 94 percent. Man of Steel at 75%, Batman vs. Superman at 63, uh, which is still higher than Justin would pick, Suicide Squad at 62, which is way higher than I would put it, and Wonder Woman still to this day, June 7th, is at a 93%, and that's wonderful. Yeah, before before moving on, I do have one more point to make. I do too. Uh, one of the biggest things that I loved about this movie, and it wasn't even necessarily the movie itself, it's the fact that the way the color there were still surprises in the movie that the trailer didn't give away. Right. You know what I mean? Like they didn't give away the farm, so to speak. Like they didn't show everything. And towards the end of the movie, there's stuff that starts happening that you don't realize is happening. You don't know who the main protagonist is. Like you don't know any of that type of stuff. And I think there's lessons to be learned from the other DC movies that needs to follow suit that they don't need to have everything in the trailer for it to be a great movie or to get people to come see it. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to add, this is just neat. Uh, <clears throat> Patty Jenkins, uh, her she, right, she hasn't done a whole lot, but her next movie is called I Am Superman, but it's about a pit bull. Oh. So <laughs> I thought it was funny that her next movie is called I Am Superman. You're, you're not talking about Mr. 305? Mr. 305? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's perfect. That's funny. That's actually about a real, a real pit bull. <laughs> I don't know. So, but. needless to say, Maxwell, and this will kind of take us into our next section, you were more impressed by this movie than the Alien Covenant movie, right? Oh my god, yeah. So speaking of weekends, <laughs> speaking of big weekends at the box office, Alien Covenant was a movie... <laughs> Uh, apparently it only made 36 million in the opening weekend and two weeks later it's still only at 64 that movie still makes me want to cry i hate that for you yeah wonder woman did over 100 million and this thing can't even get there all right so as we mentioned alien 5 isn't happening neil blomkamp is pretty sad about it uh as i am however he is looking into the future of district nine A sequel to this film is something I wanted immediately after the end of the film back in 2009. Uh, And while it isn't in any guaranteed status, it isn't far from happening. In the meantime, Blomkamp has a new project coming up called Oat Studio Volume 1, which features some pretty awesome sci-fi shorts. Did you guys see this? Mm -mm. No, but every time you say Blomkin, I think you say Blumpkin. Blumpkin. Oh my gosh. If you don't know what that is, look it up on Urban <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, so the mummy, uh, uh, I think... Was, it, was he Was he? Done? Oh, were you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't, oh, yeah, okay. I thought he was. Well, he asked if we had seen it, and I thought he was going to elaborate on it. Oh, I all. think he was just asking. Yeah, okay. My bad. Way to go, Justin. Uh, so the mummy comes out, I believe, this weekend, and it's one of those that... I, it's a remake I didn't really feel needed to happen, but it is anyway, because I, I have no input in Hollywood. That that is that's not good, sir. Yeah. Uh, so far, it appears to be a disaster uh, among oh. critics. It currently has a 29% fresh rating. I want to say IGN gave it a 4 out of 10. Which is surprising, because Tom Cruise doesn't usually do not box office You hits. would think that Nicolas Cage was the lead. Right. <laughs> how bad this <laughs> you imagine? Is. I know. <laughs> I'm going to steal that mummy. <laughs> I don't know. But I, it's apparently terrible, which is a shame because... The trailer doesn't look terrible. Like, it looks like a decent movie. But the problem is they took a lighthearted family adventure Listen, and well, turned it into no, a dark no, no, mummy. No, 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 no. The mummy he came is a out way hard. before that. Oh, well, you're talking about the what, 1930s? It's been remade or, a hundred times. Yeah, because it was black like, and white and... Li- you're I not, feel like they're building off the Brendan Fraser one. Yeah, you're not going to change his mind. He loves Brendan Fraser. I, I do. And Brendan Fraser, if you can hear us, email us. Podcast <laughs> at we could probably get him on our podcast. We'd love to have oh, you on. Don't. <laughs> What's he doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Leave Brendan Fraser out of this. All right. Leave him alone. Leave Brendan alone. Um, <laughs> I thought, uh, was it uh, George of the Jungle? That was a good movie. What? You remember that one? Just move being... on to movies that are yeah, good. All right. Just... So this is a new story that happened uh, late last week, and it was one that really uh, tickled me. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Like during your wedding? Yeah. Your downstairs mix-up? Uh, whoa, easy there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Frank Miller is adapting his hit Sin City. That's right. Sin City for television. 
Glenn Mazzara, known for The Walking Dead and The Shield, will be uh, the showrunner. And this series, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm a big fan of Frank Miller's The Source Material. Uh, but this will be a departure from the movie franchise and the books because it will feature an all-new and original set of characters. Hmm. Which you definitely have to do because, I mean, all the actors in the previous movies were massive actors. So they're not going to come in for most of them are. If I'm being honest, most of them are dead. What? You mean in the (laughs) movies? The actors, a lot of the actors from the first movie have died. Really? Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, Brittany Murphy, and there's a couple more. Oh, no. A lot of people from that first movie are dead. Powers Booth died like two weeks ago. He's dead. Good Lord. Yeah. All right, so this is this one is really special to me, and honestly, I'm I really cannot wait, and I'm not joking about this. Hayao Miyazaki, the man that brought us My Neighbor Totoro, Castle in the Sky, Spirited Away, Kiki's Delivery Service, and many, many more, is returning to feature filmmaking with a new animation called Goro the Caterpillar. Um, or if you're a goddamn American, it's you'd pronounce it Goro, G-O-R-O, the Caterpillar. <laughs> Uh, the film what was the proper pronunciation again? Goro. You would Goro? You, the Go- R Goro? is kind of like a D and an L like mixed together. Oh, okay. so, I'm yeah. not even gonna try. I'm not gonna disrespect the yeah. the art and just ask my mouth shut. Uh, the film will be out in 2020, and while fans will be excited, they may have to hold on to their butts because that's not all we're gonna be getting that year. Oh, Studio Ghibli will be opening a theme park in Japan based around their most iconic animations. Details wow. have yet to be released, but fans will be needing to save up their money for their tickets as the park will be located in the Aichi Prefecture of Japan. Oh, I don't know what that means. That's a long ways away. Okay. Yeah. that's Is that something Got that it. you're going to add to your bucket list when it happens? Yeah, honestly. I mean, by 2020, I, that would be easy to save up some money and be prepared for that. But, dude, I, I want that park to work, and I want to go so bad and i really want there to be a video game and i don't know why this doesn't exist why i need a video game that's based around all of these movies or at least in that style because um hands down spirited away is one of my favorite movies of all time and it is an animated movie and it's not my favorite it is my favorite animated but it's one of my favorite just movies in general and i'm not a huge like anime guy that like when i don't know i've never watched naruto and Half of these other shows, Dragon Ball Z is about it for me. But his movies, uh, like everybody can get into. It's like watching an old Disney movie, which Disney owns the U.S. version, the rights to them. Um, but these are like watching our childhood, watching Lady and the Tramp or, you know, things like Jungle Book, those animations. Um, and they really hold up. These are some beautiful movies. Um you know, this is the perfect time to promote our Patreon because if our listeners and viewers give us so much by 2020, we can each get GoPros, plane tickets, and go to this theme park and live stream it. Hey, yes. There you go. So it's patreon.com slash nerds with mics. Give us a shout. Yes, give us that opportunity. Yeah. For those of you that are available June 25th and 26th, My Neighbor Totoro will be in select theaters nationwide. So that's coming up real soon. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. You know what else is exciting? Tell me. It's time for Pick of the Week. Killed uh, it. We need a symbol or something. We killed it, didn't we? We did. I think we did. All right. Max, well, I, I want to wait. That was confusing. That was so confusing. <laughs> I was confused. I don't even know where I am. Okay. Uh, my Pick of the Week. He did have like a whole bottle of wine, by the way. He, d- he did. Bring that over here. This. Oh, my. Uh, he literally had a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> this is his second drink tonight. And this is a whole bottle. This was full. No, no, no. This was full when we started. There's a little bit left. Drink it. Finish <laughs> it. <Go ahead. laughs> 
Why does it feel so and good when it touches? And she goes down the hatch. All, All right, right. Gosh. I'll do one more. I'll do one more. Um, so my <laughs> pick of the week this week is the board game Munchkin. Who introduced you to that game? You did. Thank you. Yes. Um, I have never been much of a board game player besides like Monopoly or the Game of Life or whatever. Oh, you're missing out, dude. The world of board games is so beyond yeah, us. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I've been wanting to get into D&D. I just never have had a group i know you've invited me before but i've just the timing never worked out and um but this is was a lot of fun and it makes me really want to go on and try more board games yes. Maxwell, have you, oh my gosh have you heard you to bring we mike need, terry down and play some games like settlers of Catan and ticket to ride my, my our friend mike terry has about every board make game okay to man so we talked about doing a trivia episode possibly right spoiler alert for our audi- audience but we talked about doing that right yeah we could technically do a Munchkin board game or anything with you remotely. Just move your character around. Well, how's it going to have cards on his end? We'll just tell him what cards he has. We'll, we'll talk just have him. a webcam, a separate webcam. Yeah, we could. We have two his... webcams. We need yeah. another one. We should do that. We'll have to figure it out. All right. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell, what is your pick? Uh, hands down, without a doubt, Wonder Woman. It was absolutely incredible. Obviously, we talked about it. It's 93%. Um, it's just I can't I can't say enough about that movie and the fact that like we women have needed this we've needed this as a damn society and a human yeah. race to put the power into the woman's hand which listen real quick side note to go on a rant here uh, the earliest records of time of man uh, they used to think that like man, men ruled the world and everything it wasn't like men worshipped women. And there were shrines and statues and all stuff worshiping women because obviously they gave life. So we've really turned shit around and for a long, long, long time. Um, but you That's, think this means that we're coming to the end of the world since it started that way? <laughs> Maybe. You know, that's one of the things I like most about that Wonder Woman movie is that uh, there's a lot of scenes in the movie where she's like, you can't do this. No one can do this. And she's like, basically, like, don't tell me what I can't do. Very yeah. much like John, John Locke. John Locke. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one of the best scenes in the whole movie is when she gets out of the foxhole and walks across. And you're like, I'm sold. Like, that was incredible. Could... Yeah. yeah. I can't so, wait to watch it. I yeah, really will make a push to see that. Yeah, you definitely need, to, definitely see, you need, to, need to see, to see it in theaters for sure. Yeah. Um, my pick, only because Maxwell already picked Wonder Woman. And I didn't want to bore you all with two of the same pick. There was a game that came out. And if you like three things in life, if you like Big Trouble Little China, which, fun fact, uh-huh. they're making a new board game, and it looks awesome. Yep. But for $100, I'm not sure. Um, two, if you like Doom, okay. And three, if you also like the looting system that Borderlands has, where there's like tons of different weapons. And if you like inappropriate joke, well, actually, I should say Doom slash Duke Nukem, because that has a lot of crude humor. There's a game called Shadow Warriors 2, which... It's over the top. Turning my hat around. I'm turning my hat around. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's just... So just to give you an idea real quick. So the opening of the scene of the game is a guy by the name of Wang. His name is Wang, and he's an Asian guy. And uh, (laughs) he's driving down the road, and there's 80s music blaring on the radio. And next thing you know, there's like these demonic things throughout the woods on this dirt path that he's driving on. And then the pa- the camera pans, and there's these just two rabbits going at it. <laughs> I know this sounds like I'm making it up. And he bends over and he picks up one of the, uh, the one of the demons, bends over, picks up a rabbit, and he throws it at your car and hits your windshield, and you wreck. And you're flipping th- in slow motion through the air over this cliff. And he just grabs a sword and he grabs a bottle of alcohol, and it, it <coughs> it's just it's a good time. It's just a really good time. It's a I'm a sold. Lo- I already got I got to go download it now. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, how's that PlayStation downloading going for you? Dude, I don't know. If Listeners, if you can help me out here, I, where the PlayStation's at, it's not going to connect into Ethernet. I am doing Wi-Fi. I have 150 megabyte downloads and 30 up on anything else in the house, but my PS4, I cannot get faster than 30 down and 4 megabytes up, and that is pathetic. Uh, it yeah. really is. It really is. Uh, did you get your system up to date? At least, yeah. At least got that far. I well, cleaned up some stuff and got some storage in there, and then filled it up what? with all the updates. And then there was a 16 gig update, so I, it's just like I'm, yeah. everything's 
back. I'm where excited. It was. <laughs> Maybe now we can play some games. Well, anyways, Justin, uh, you want to go ahead and close this out because yeah. we're now over an hour. So we are over an hour. Uh, so next week we will be a little late posting our episode. Uh, we just want to make sure we can cover everything from E3. Uh, yes. So it will be up ideally late Thursday night, but it could be early Friday morning. So just keep that in mind when you're looking for our next episode. Thank you for listening. Look forward to hearing from you. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. You can also reach out to us at our email at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. Be sure to share, subscribe, review, share again if you don't care, and then share again because it's easy. Just hit the share button. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdswithmikes, and our store, which you can find on our website, nerdswithmikes.com. Listen, I'm going to throw out a challenge. Oh, God. All right? Ice bucket challenge? No. If we can get five people listening to this episode to donate $1 a month on our Patreon page, it's $5 a month, but $1 per individual, which is $5 a month. If we can get that commitment by the time we record next episode, I'm going to kiss Justin right on his mouth. you are not. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want to see Justin get kissed on his mouth, a dollar from five persons is all it's going to take. We've already got $5 a month coming in, so that doesn't count. No. Well, yeah, but we want to move it to $10 a month. <laughs> You're not kissing me okay. on the mouth. Maxwell, do you take that bet? Yeah, you can kiss what? me on the mouth. Yeah, kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> All right. I'll fly do... you down the floor, then you'll kiss him on the mouth. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that pretty much does it, right? All right. Thank you for listening, and this wraps up episode 53. Beat it! Oh, I got me.